everyone and welcome. You're listening to DTSE Talks, the place to be to learn more and explore the life in Magenta. You wonder what's going on in the company? Where do we excel and what's our lessons learned? Join me as I delve into the life in DTSE and interview employees as well as guests to answer all your questions. I'm your host, Umayma Bouswab, and today we talk about artificial intelligence. Therefore, I invited our colleagues Fabian Stadler and Michaela Drost, the DTSE AI Incubator founders. So stick around. Nowadays, we rely on technology so much so that Google or Alexa became a natural part of our lives that help us simplify our tasks and decision-making process. However, there's a lot of confusion around the term artificial intelligence. I personally know that it comes with great promises to improve our lives, but I also get sometimes confused when it comes to what's AI and what's not. So, we will start by defining what AI really is and debunking the myths around it. Then we will cover the different projects our AI incubator team is working on, how they're improving our business, and how they're managing to do so by educating and including people. So, without further ado, let's get started. So, here with us today, we have Michaela Trost and Fabian Stadler from the AI Incubator team. I want to hear more information about you. So, how did you get to the AI Incubator? Uh, how did you get to where you are? Did you study artificial intelligence? What's your background? And how did you, both of you, uh, come together on this project? Yes, so I kind of um, yeah, started with AI more in a natural evolution than um, with studying or whatever. So, my background is more from the digital transformation strategic um, point of view. Um, yeah, I also have some linguistic, let's say, um, yeah, studies behind me, but uh, in the end, it was more evolving um, throughout my, my latest um, positions. And yeah, before I was working in digital transformation, as I said, and mm -hmm. I was really um, very much attracted by the topic of AI and really wanted to dig deeper into that and also um, build something up within DTSE. That's where I met Fabian, so to say. Uh -huh. I actually studied uh, computer science at least, um, but uh, that is already 15 years ago. And in that 15 years, um, you didn't have uh, that much um, machine learning and that much artificial intelligence, and you actually could not study it uh, as an own profession. So um, what I did, I focused on technology consulting, mainly on um, big SAP systems or big ERP systems. That's also where I started my career then uh, later on in Deutsche Telekom with the one ERP project um, before uh, in 2018, dealing the first time then also with solutions based on artificial intelligence. Yeah, and since then, I think we will discuss about that journey uh, later on. Okay, great. So back to the basics, actually. So we talked about AI incubator and we're having a great program here that drives the uh, artificial intelligence and all innovations in our company. And uh, first of all, I wanted to ask you, for example, for me, I know that AI is something that is going to help us improve in the future. When you talk about AI, we think about robotics. Sometimes we think about some uh, something like Jarvis from uh, Iron Man. I don't know. This is what I think about mostly. And I know that uh, maybe this is not the right thing. Thinking. So I wanted to ask you, what is AI? If you had to really 
explain it in very simple words. Um, what is artificial intelligence? Yeah, first of all, it's a, a piece of technology, um, as we said. So it's not um, really um, yeah, the high fiction um, that we are thinking of, like uh, where the AI um, computer will take over the world um, control or something. Mm -hmm. So, of course, there is um, this fiction out there, and this is like a future sin um, scenario um, with Terminator and so on. But that's definitely not too com comparable to the AI that we are doing. So it's more, um, let's say, um, yeah, a, a word that we are using for um, machine, so this is comprising machine learning, for example, where we are trying to automatize uh, certain um, areas um, of um, yeah, our um, processes, for example, but also in the sense that we are using this technology to mm -hmm. assist um, our colleagues um, to make um, the, to take um, decisions easier in that way. And that's why we need to, to really, as you're saying it, debunk uh, AI, because AI is very often also used um, as a marketing term. But what's behind it, it's really this machine learning that we are using data, unstructured data, in order to yeah, um, help automatize um, certain certain processes and help to make them yeah, more easily um, processable. Yes. So artificial intelligence is machines imitating human behavior. That's always what you have to think of here. Yeah. It's an imitation of uh, how a human person would behave in a certain situation. And the machines, in most of the cases, they have only been trained on that specific uh, data for that specific situation. So there's nothing like a generalized uh, intelligence um, made by a computer that could be, as humans are, uh, capable to adopt to any situation and include Uh, additional background knowledge. Um, so things that a machine or data that a machine has never seen, it can never apply to uh, such situations. So that means there is still a lot of limitations, but it's impressive to see what machine learning can do already now. Yeah. So for example, the self-driving cars, that would be artificial intelligence because it's doing something that humans can do. <laughs> We will get to the point, yeah. Even driving, I think, There are some humans who think that driving is the most complicated thing in the world here, but actually driving is one specific task um, which your brain is quite easily to train on. Mm -hmm. um, it's more about reacting to um, unforeseen situations. Uh, mm -hmm. This is where the machines fail, and this is also where sometimes the human beings fail. Yeah? So, uh, And in that sense, you just have to get relaxed and say, okay, let's see if a machine can simply do better, react faster, that a human being would do, it definitely will never react better in such yeah, you, unforeseen situations. Yeah, you actually need to see it like an additional brain that is able to press, process uh, more information um, at a bigger speed in the end. So um, really to take decisions, um, to help you take decisions, we'd rather say, um, and um, yet to really also access maybe information that you as a, a human being um, don't oversee because there's too much of it or where you don't have the um, histor history um, of it. So you really can take all this to, into account and that's where machines are really helpful because they are, mm -hmm. as I said, these ex this external brain, so to say, with more computing power. Yeah. And um, if I if I uh, might ask, what is the difference between automation and artificial intelligence? Because I feel like I'm making maybe a mix here. For me, it sounds like it's automation, what we're doing. Um, if you're talking about complete 
business applications and business scenarios, that's really hard. Yeah? Uh, and we mostly rely there still on things like uh, robotics process automation. So we call them front-end assistants, uh, so mm-hmm. the robots, um, to really automate complete chains of process steps. Well, artificial intelligence is only for the parts where you really have to decide something or uh, you have to uh, impute a value, so assume a value, um, mm-hmm. which could be the, the next one for the next process step. Okay, But in addition, and that's the good thing about artificial intelligence, you can also use it to get just more insight into your process, into your data. And that's uh, one of the fields where we heavily applying artificial intelligence. Uh, It's the forecasting. Simply to know Mm -hmm. what is my values, what is my KPI, my data now, and how could that evolve in the future? How could the situation be in a year? And machines have been shown that the can very, very good um, forecast this um, better than a human being could ever do. Mm, okay. So uh, forecasting then is one of the use cases in your portfolio, right? It is, definitely. What are, what are the other use cases you have? And uh, you also work with customers. Do you, can you give us some examples for that? Yeah, actually, the majority of our projects right now, they are with customers. Um, so one is um, yeah, definitely the forecasting um, um, project, um, so Delphi, that is um, led by our product manager, Udo um, Tadix. Uh, and um, this one is um, yeah, really forecasting, for example, the um, different elements of the P&L statements, um, or it's um, also about um, forecasting non-financial information. So this is something that works very well with uh, TDG, for example, but also now with the EU segment, and uh, it's being scaled currently in this area as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, then another use case, uh, and Fabian, can you tell you more about this one, um, is, for example, with ICS, um, where we are able to read control description with um, machine learning. Yes. So this is the case called KAIPI, which is for quality assessment of ICS principal information. Um, that's a situation every control owner within our internal control system has to undergo. This is describe your control, describe what you're doing uh, to perform that control and also describe a uh, result of your control. So the so-called evidence, um, and we're just helping those control owners with an artificial intelligence that is actually an assistant that can tell them, hey, you're missing these and that information in uh, your text, in your control description, please add it. Or by simply stating, uh, we, we could not really figure out what is the uh, control about, so can you please elaborate it a bit more in detail? So that's the hints we give to you, the users, uh, like a kind of um, spelling check or like a kind, kind of grammar check, you know, from mm-hmm. uh, Microsoft Word. Yeah? So we're doing this, um, but with a bit more uh, analysis on uh, the written text and a bit more uh, insights to the user, what he she can concretely change in the text uh, we analyzed for the control description. It's a assistant functionality. So it's not about correcting you or being uh, the teacher, the supervisor for you. No, it's a machine assisting you in um, to just produce better quality. Um, the big two lines, um, they are the, the forecasting um, of different figures. Um, and the other one, the other side is really this really big NLP, um, natural language processing um, side, where we are um, 
looking into um, mm -hmm. the survey um, feedback text in order to classify them, for example. So this is another um, a use case that we have also used in team mobility solutions. Um, and then, of course, um, there's also um, yeah the Smart FI project um, where you can look forward to some news um, as well um, uh, beginning um, of the year now um, where we are forecasting yeah the... Um, yeah, the um, mm -hmm. GL accounts um, that we need to book an invoice to. So we, we like to use this flower example um, for gifts, um, though it's a um, really simplified uh, example. But when you are, for example, um, yeah, buying flowers um, and you know um, from past cases that they have already always been booked to a certain GL account and have always been booked uh, to a, under a certain tax code. Um, so we are able to predict for, for this new invoice Super. that we are now seeing, that the system is now seeing, the probability is very high that it all also goes to the same account and to the same tax code um, environment. So um, that's really handy because it helps us um, yeah, to take those decisions quickly and to accelerate the booking in the end um, because there are so many invoices coming in and uh, this really takes away some stress. Yeah, especially in the accounting area and uh, yeah, closing days. So I, I believe this is really helpful. And I believe that any no project is easy peasy and goes uh, without any problems. So for sure, you had some difficulties, right? Uh, trying to implement this um, field in DTSE. Uh, what what are the difficulties you say may happen when you try to uh, have an AI incubator uh, or AI uh, program in the company? I think really the biggest challenge is we are working over all service lines. So the incubator as such is belonging to all service lines, which means that we are having a lot of people included in the whole construct. And yeah. I think really managing this whole um, network and um, making sure that we bring the enough information, let's say, to the different, um, you know, not only stakeholders, but also um, yeah, our colleagues uh, and really making sure that this whole um, AI strategy is um, yeah, really soaking into the organization. Organization. This really takes some time and also a lot of effort because, uh, yeah, we really want that the whole organization um, becomes more mature um, with AI and that is really becoming also an integral part um, of um, yeah, eventually, hopefully, the DTSE portfolio. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that is a really big challenge uh, to tackle that every day. I agree. So I think this is the biggest challenge uh, that we're uh, organizing our work in a different way than it was done before within DTSC. So we're not having a though one department with the troops who are doing it. Uh, of course, we have some kind of core team and we have some pool of data scientists. Um, but project by project we're doing, um, we approach different product owners also from different managerial levels. Uh, we approach different departments in our organization, different service lines, uh, also from enabling functions, uh, different teams. So um, this is really the new thing that we're doing it across all the service lines uh, and not asking for somehow uh, what department are you from or not asking for uh, what was your abilities uh, before. Yeah, We're just looking at uh, how could that person or how could that uh, business scenario uh, help um, to apply uh, artificial intelligence uh, and to really solve a business problem. And uh, how how do you manage to work through these difficulties? 
I think it's really important that we are still coming back to this um, education um, and participation point of view to really have different offers for different groups. So, of course, there are the regular stakeholder um, meetings and um, all these rounds um, where we're trying to inform about the different projects, about our strategy. Um, there's also this um, AI summit that we are organizing um, every half a year in order to show what has been done. So, some demos and um, really also explaining um, the achievements, but also the way where we want to go. I think there are different formats that you can use, um, but really also to um, yeah, reach, let's say, all the employees, it's really important to get this participation um, mode done. So, of course, um, here the, the online world um, really helps us because um, we can connect um, so many people um, from different locations here also in DTC because we must not forget we are also sure. present at different locations, not only in different service lines, but also at different locations. Um, but I think um, here we can, um, yeah, through those programs where we are trying to create some kind of this network, so they really to make this community live, um, I think this really helps us um, to, yeah, to, to use um, those em employees as well as our influencers or ambassadors, as we call them, in order to, to help um, other um, colleagues um, in their own um, evolution and also help um, to really identify potential use cases within DTSE or with our customers. And um, I think it all comes back uh, to yeah, bringing certain offers uh, to, the, to the right uh, group of people. Mm -hmm. Great. So now that you talk about it, uh, I'll ask you, how can our colleagues become part of the AI community then? The easiest way is to uh, join our journeys that start in January. So join one of our influencer journeys. Um, it starts, they are starting again, end of January, beginning of February. One is the AI influencer program and the other one is the AI tech trainee program. So according to what you want to achieve, um, it would be interesting uh, to really get this um, yeah, approach uh, to joining the network. And then you will see, we will inform you also about uh, additional um, stuff. You will get additional optional meeting invitations and so on, all connected to AI. So where you can build up your knowledge step by step. Super. And besides our learning journeys, you you always have the possibility to just come up with a good idea. So whenever you see a situation True. in your daily work where you say, hey, can't this be done by a computer? And isn't there any cool new artificial intelligence that could take over this job for me? Uh, this is the best situation. So yeah, just approach us. Uh, we will do a bit of ideation with you. Uh, we can also show you what uh, machine learning is capable to do and what is not. Uh, also, there's limitations to it. Um, but th that's where we can help you. Uh, uh, and of course, uh, whenever you uh, feel uh, prepared enough yeah, uh, and you feel uh, that you want to do such new things, uh, just join our projects and support us in the projects in solving your business case or, or your business problem or any other business problem you're simply interested in. Yeah, or even if you don't have the concrete idea yet, so just approach us. Um, so we are always happy to do a chat and uh, yeah, inform about different possibilities and maybe accompany you also to um, identify some potential for AI. Super, you heard them, colleagues. Join them. It's both learning and both uh, having the opportunity to work on a project and also and help make DTSE digitalized. So uh, what I like about the AI incubator community is that you really uh, reach out to a lot of people in DTSE and a lot of people know you. So this this episode for me was important that people know you, but I want them to also know what they can do with you and they can help you in so many ways, so many easy ways also. So why not? Why not just join forces together and help out in this uh, AI incubator community as much as we can? Thank you. Great. 
So before we finish, I wanted to ask you for your personal question. What kind of AI uh, you use in your daily life? Google. I, I do. <laughs> Google every day. Yes. I, I can't imagine one day when, when I didn't Google something. Is it for research? Is it for just reading things? Uh, and I know what kind of AI Google is using um, for, for handling my search requests. Yeah. I personally love Waze. So I don't need it right now so often uh, because I'm not uh, moving so so much anymore in Corona times. But Waze is really practical to find your way uh, so quickly and the best uh, way to your goal. I didn't know about this one. It's like Google Maps, yeah. but it's better, I find. It's a navigation, yeah. Um, but there's Spotify, for example, yeah, for listening music. Also, they also apply AI, machine right? learning to learn what kind of music you like most. Yeah, so yeah. there's there's a lot of different things so where AI is already around you in your daily life. Deep translation, L, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you see, folks, we are already using AI in our daily life uh, <laughs> everywhere. So it's there. Yeah. But I don't like Siri, yeah. So. I think why not Siri? Yeah, it's still <laughs> too stupid. Yeah, so um, <laughs> can help you with really easy tasks like telling you what the weather is, yeah? uh, and it can even estimate from your location that it, you were asking for the weather at your location. Yeah? Um, mm -hmm. But that's all the smartness about Siri. Yeah? So being a real assistant and being really a help to you, I think they still have to develop it a bit more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the same uh, holds true for Amazon yeah, just, Alexa or Cortana or all the other. Yeah, I just systems. wanted to say, so for Alexa, I don't see the personal use case in my case. So um, some some friends are using it to switch on lights and switch off lights, uh, but I don't really see the point. <laughs> you yeah. can do it on your own. <laughs> so it depends on what, what, what you yeah. actually need. Uh, personally, it's the same for business. Yeah. Yeah, at the end, it also depends on personal needs. So especially when you talk about what you use in your daily life. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you the question just to tell also people to see that we really use AI every day and it's already there. Like, don't worry about all of these myths that we mentioned and we debunked also. So great, guys. Super happy about this conversation. And I really, I'm really glad you gave the time to talk about this and explain a bit your work. Very happy to have you today and thank you so much. Yeah, thank you very much to you for having us as guests. It was a pleasure. Thank you. So that's all, folks. Thanks for tuning in to DGSE Talks and joining me today along with Michaela and Fabian. All in all, artificial intelligence is a wide and interesting field that is not that scary after all once you break it down. As we learned with our colleagues, our main focus is currently on forecasting and natural language processing. So if you think of any use case like they mentioned, don't hesitate to contact them. Check out their AI Incubator page on YAM. Simply search aiincubator.dtse. Or look at their section on DTSECZ website, www.dtse.cz slash AI-incubator. The main takeaway here is that we should all learn about artificial intelligence and be part of the creation. If only one group of people is driving it, then we're all missing out on coming up with some game-changing innovations. So stay aware and learn more about AI. As promised, the topics of the podcast are decided by you, dear listeners. So our next episode will be about leadership, where we discuss the ins and outs of leadership during the crisis time with our culture leader, Thomas Mombauer. So stay tuned. Thanks a lot for contributing to the topics of the podcast, dear listeners. We are indeed doing this together. 
Make sure to go to Yum, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a feedback.